Happy Woo Wednesdays, everyone, and Happy New Year 2024. Can you believe it? I just been really knee deep in helping wedding professionals like create their brand and their message and their sales deck and also their Instagram and their marketing materials. And yeah, it's just been so overwhelmingly amazing. I just got a text from a student saying that she booked six students last week. I was like, wow, blowing my mind. Go to my Instagram and DM me the word demo and I will send you a training on how to get 10 to 15 quality leads a month in your inbox and it's going off the hook. But today I have a very special guest and his name is Doug and I met him at Wedding MBA in Las Vegas and he was blowing my mind. Um, we were dancing, he was doing some cool tricks, he was doing tricks in all the crowds, he was working it. And I just had to have him on this podcast. So he's going to do a little bit of magic for us. Go check him out on Instagram, Doug Roy Magic. He's amazing. And today we are going to talk about how to pretty much make your Zoom calls very entertaining and very amazing. So you're going to love this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's me, your girl, Carissa Wu. Happy Wu Wednesdays. I have my now friend, Doug Roy, in the house. He is the master mentalist, and he's also known as a master of the unexpected. He began his journey into magic at the age of nine. He has been performing professionally for over 18 years and now performs virtually all over the world for business groups, private parties, and family events. And me and Doug, we hit it off on the dance floor at Wedding MBA. Um, he was sober, I was drunk, but we were like dancing like crazy. He was doing all these magic tricks. Um, he was blowing everyone's mind with these crazy magic tricks. I'll tell you in a second what, what he did. But yeah, what, and now we're here on Zoom. What's up, Doug? Uh, magic, mentalism, crazy stuff. It's always up. Every day is a magical day in, in my world. Yeah, and I I love your I love your energy. We were just you know vibing. Um, it was at the Hard Rock, um, like I said, wedding WNBA in Vegas, and there was like a battle of DJs. There was seven DJs going on, and those DJs were really amazing. Impressive, impressive. Yeah, it was just taking us back to like old school, even like funk and pop and white boy music, and just blending it all in together. But we had a great time. So me and Doug, we were just bantering like before we started recording about what our hot topic is going to be. Um, and our hot topic is actually going to be how to make your online meetings entertaining, which is a really fun topic. I never talked about this ever. 
But before that, I want to hear a little bit about you, Doug, your origin story, what you were like when you were a kid growing up, and anything you want to tell us. Sure. Um, typical story for a magician. I saw my first magician when I was nine years old. was totally hooked. Like, okay, I need to know how to do that. So I went to the local elementary school, and I found three magic books on the school, school library shelf. I thought I hit gold. And then I went to the public library and found 10. So it was a huge moment. And um, so hobbyist for years, I never really did anything professionally. And then I went through a divorce and, and um, was doing some reading, get through that. And, and the, the author, of, I don't remember the book said, find something you enjoy doing when you're younger. And it's like the light went on. It's like the billboard, zillion font, bold, magic. Wow. So I jumped in both feet. Uh, I figured, let me start with kids shows. <laughs> so if I mess up, a bunch of kids. So no harm, no foul. So I oh. put together a show, did a few, about three or four free shows. Hey, how does it feel? How does it look? How's it? I like it. I said, yeah. So I started, you know, charging on the low end and got up more and more. And then about, about 10 years ago, eight, eight or so, 10 years ago, I decided, you know, I don't want to do the kids thing anymore. I want to do something with peers. And I was always pulled to this mental thing. I was getting ideas, thoughts in my head. Um, you saw an example here on the dance floor several times. Yeah. And it was just this pool. Like this is, I, I need to go into the mental, the mind, the psychology of the right or left brain, the influence, wow. those types of things. And and then it was just like the door opened up and and that's my my spot. And so <laughs> I love what I do. Every day is magical. And, <laughs> and that's my story. I love how you went from like nine years old to like divorce. <laughs> it's like, well, let me ask you, what was in the middle between that? Like, did you work in corporate or um... I love the, uh, the, the mini version? Um, yeah, corporate world, you know, typical graduation, college, uh, typical career path. But I just getting pulled. Like, you know, I still love what, you know, the magic. And then finally it took, again, a, a family situation to make that change or at least add. I didn't go full time until um, until COVID because then I the door really opened up. Should I tell my COVID situation how I kind of got into the, the Zoom? Is that? Uh, not yet, but let's okay. take it back okay. to um, okay. being a kid and like, you know, like what kind of tricks did you do? Did you do it on your friends? Um, and then like, did you lose it? And then what did you do for corporate? So just a little bit more backstory. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I was nine years old. So I took the books and learned little things. There was a gum trick, a little, just little knickknack stuff uh, within, yeah, practice among my elementary school friends and neighbors. And, and, you know, just that's where I learned the, uh, obviously the finger slide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I went in again, the high school um, hobby, uh, whenever there was a talent show, I did a little bit of magic. I look back and I laugh because it was so bad. So bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Of, yeah, yeah, I think. And what did you do for corporate? Um, sales, marketing, but mostly freight, cargo, uh, large uh, imports off the uh, the boats, the big vessels with the huge twenty or forty foot containers. Oh, okay. And I kind of tracked that. So it was imports, imports. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, that magic is so much more fun than freight. Oh, I, freight. I <laughs> consolidation of I, I couldn't desk job was not my thing. And like <laughs> finally UPS laid me off in 2009 and and I'm like, okay, this is a sign. I'm gonna take advantage of it and do something that I've you know I need to be doing. 
Nice. Okay. Now tell me about your COVID story, (laughs) pivot.com. Exactly. Well, um, so I heard from other performers that this, all these cancellations, right? All the live performance cancellations, we call it the tsunami and it Mm -hmm. hadn't hit me yet. Then all of a sudden I got a wedding cancellation and then another cancellation. I'm like, okay, it's finally here. And I'm the type, I, there's a lot of magicians that decided just, you know, wait it out, maybe study, maybe practice uh, their routines and sleight of hand and so forth. But I couldn't do that. I'm too passionate about what I do. And so let me, I, and then I had thought about doing something online like a year before. And my, my daughter says, dad, have you ever thought about doing something online? I'm like, oh, that's right. So I put together a, a, a show, very basic. And I did a f- bunch of free shows for the community. Just put it out there with families, kids, um, mixed adults, and I was amazed at how well it translated on the on the, the Zoom because I'm a mentalist, so I could send messages by text or email um, and those types of things. It's very interactive with what I do. I'm not just, you know, doing card manipulations. And I actually had a, uh, a local TV celebrity come to my home during a Zoom show. Oh. And they recorded me. They brought the show to my house, basically. Brought in the camera guys. Uh, and it was so much fun. So I'm like, Hey, I'm on live. And, and it was great. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. How um, your daughter helped you like not have to drive so much basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah. I mean, it's here. I can be showered and ready for a show within 20 minutes and can't do that in a live situation, but it really just showed me that there's no walls if, with the whole zoom. And I've done shows in Australia, uh, Singapore, um, transatlantic France, uh, uh, Canada, Mexico, Korea. So wow. Okay. Just to tell the audience. Okay. So just imagine, you know, we're all dancing, wedding professionals gone wild. Um, we're having a great time. And then you show me a bunch of like, um, tricks, but one of them that stood out was you had a piece of paper. Uh, no, you asked me my favorite number. Yeah. And... So if you have a favorite number, yes. one or two digit could be an anniversary date or a, a birthday. Do you have a number that kind of comes into your mind? Yeah. So my favorite number is 88. Eight is a lucky number in Chinese, which that's not why it's my favorite number. <laughs> it's just super random. But I said 88. So he pulls out a my his wallet. notepad. Yeah. And it has a long list of all of these different yeah. celebrities. That's right. Um, and on 88, it said Tom Cruise. And then I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. He opens up his shirt and there was a shirt. He was wearing a shirt with Tom Cruise's face on it. <laughs> so imagine my reaction. Like, I'm just like floor, like what, what is happening right now? And it's like, I'm like five, like, like, like two inches away from you. So, um, that was yeah, pretty there, awesome. There was a hundred celebrities and there were, there was only one Tom Cruise. There was no, it wasn't yeah. a list of Tom Cruise. 88. So walk me through like your first couple, like zoom meetings, like what was like, were you nervous? And like, what did you, what kind of, um, tricks did you, or magic did you demonstrate and what were their reactions? And then where did you take this business after? Well, the zoom, it's a whole different world. Um, I, the, the the tricky part I learned quickly with Zoom is I have to have everything like visual like in front of me. If I put something down on a desk like a deck of cards, and I bring pick it up, oh, he switched the deck. Now it's a trick deck. So I oh. tried to tra- I had to try, kind of take my stage show and modify it. So I have an envelope 
that I have someone sit on and no one's sitting here. So I had to actually take a bulldog clip and clip it on my chest. So it was in view the whole time. So that's how I started. It was just, um, then I had kids things and props and side tables. I could just reach around and pull something into sight and use it. So I had things like scattered and I had a playlist of, of my effects like right in front of me. So I'm like, okay, next, next. And that's how it all kind of started. But there was a, obviously a learning curve with the technology. Mm. So that was kind of tricky. And, and then the lighting, I had just a regular white wall. <laughs> it's like, it looks like you're in a Zoom meeting, right? And yeah. I said, so finally, I'm like, I, I consulted some uh, some light, uh, I guess, professionals. I said, well, you need some mood lighting. So I have some blue lights that light up my back wall. Yeah. And I have some front lighting when you have like a Zoom, like a podcast recording. So there's some soft light shining yep. on my face. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So that's how I got started. I love that. Okay. Let's just go back a little bit to that moment that you like read this book and it says like, you know, what were your passions growing up and like, what lit you up? Like, what was the book called? And walk me a little bit through like that aha moment. And then like, what were like the action steps taken right after? Like, was it like jolts out of your seat and like, like go put on some like, like um, a magic caper, like, you know, get out your magic from back in the day. Like, what was it like? Pardon this short interruption, but guess what? I have a new program. It's for all wedding professionals. It's called the Triple Threat. We redo your brand messaging, the homepage of your website. Part two is we do all your marketing. We create a beautiful brochure so you could start getting on prefer venue vendor list. And we do all your sales. So we actually make you a sales presentation leading your client to the heck yes so you get paid i have a free 20 minute demo training it's only 20 minutes go to my instagram at carissa Wu and dm me the word demo i will send it right over it's how to get 10 to 15 quality leads in your inbox per month enjoy guys carissa Wu is a LA-based wedding photographer who's actually turning business coach. She helped me grow and change, and I'm so proud to call you coach. Tell us how you're feeling. Like, I want to just know a little bit more about your thoughts. Yeah. It's beautiful, and you're you're awesome. It's beautiful. I'm speechless. <laughs> I just like the fact that it feels like myself. Like, I can, I feel myself when I see this. Oh, man. Well, you got me pumped and excited for this. Carissa, thank you. Well, I don't remember all the books. I do remember one of the authors. Um, but yeah, I was like, you mean I can actually learn this? That was the shock. It was like, I could actually learn what he was doing on stage. Obviously, he was a professional. He had big props. But just the fact that I had something in my hand that could empower me to learn something. And, you know, there's a book on little rope tricks, string tricks, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember vividly my mother, who's um, since passed away, but she had, she played the piano and she had a piano bench. So I had like a, a, a sheet covering the top of the piano bench. And I had a magic a set from, I still, I actually have a picture. I could actually show it in the camera if I, if I can pull it up on my phone. But, um, so I got a little magic set from, from in the mail for crit or whatever. And then I laid out all the, the little tricks on this, on this uh, piano bench. So I had a little show with my family. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's how it all so, started. Yeah. That's so special. It just, it kind of inspires me because, you know, thinking about my life now and like my life back then, but libraries are kind of like a lost art form. 
Um, you know, I would go to the library and like check out some books, but I think these days, like we do have in a library by my, my kid's school, but it's not like we go like look at books, you know? So I think I'm going to tell my daughter to just, you know, hold into that passion of just getting lost in these books. So I love that. Yeah. Were you going to show me a picture? Yeah, I saw you sure. scrolling. Oh my gosh. TV magic show. And I remember vividly the tricks that were in that. One was actually really hard. I'm like, this isn't like for a nine or 10 year old. It's like, you know, teenager, 20 something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Explain that a little bit more for people that are listening on just this audio. About, about the trick that was difficult? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll explain it. So you have, um, it's called um, Chinese rice bowls. And so you have two bowls. One's inverted on the little table uh -huh. and one's, you know, face up. And you have, um, you have rice. So you take your little hand granules of rice. Uh -huh. Then you, you put the one that's inverted on top of the other. So you have two bowls, one's upside down, one's right side up. And you go a couple of like this. And then you stop. And then you slide off the top. And you take the other. And it's like water. It turned from rice to water. Oh, crazy. <laughs> And it's I like, love that. But, but to accomplish that was not an easy, or yeah. no, first you invert it, and the rice is overflowing. So it doubled the quantity oh, man. of the rice. And then you slide off the top, and then it's now, the rice is gone, and it's just two bowls of water. I never seen that before. That's amazing. What does your, um, Doug, what does your business look like now? Like what, even you could say a typical day or even a year or events that you do? Um, calendaring, I get text messages about events coming up, uh, you know, getting quotes to people. Um, marketing is a big deal now, you know, re reaching out and, and trying to, you know, reach out to the various niches, which we can get into because there's so many niches that it opens up with the Zoom. Um, but you got, so it's a, it's a balancing act. You got Zoom shows pending, possible, promoting. You have live shows. I have my first um, seasonal gig this coming Saturday night. It's a banquet, so I'm table hopping. So I give each little banquet table. I don't have any tables, 10 or 12, but eight to 10 per, per, per table. So I get each table their own little, little close-up show. And I just, they just want me kind of strolling during the, during the, the dinner. Um, so it, it's, it's, a, it's a mix. Which, wow. And then I'm, I put together a, a cruise show. So I'm looking at, I'll be talking to an agent on Saturday. because so I would love, I love the water, love the ocean. So. That's one of my dreams is to do some cruise performances. Oh. And it took me about a year to put together a, a cruise show that is fun, engaging. And I connected with my mentor who's in Italy. He's actually wow. the, most, um, he's the most successful or the highest rated mentalist in Europe, uh, Luca Volpe. And so he, we kind of put together a show and he said, this is good. So wow. that's what I'm trying to do. So there's just that's... different lanes I want to kind of tap into. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, let's tap into our hot topic. And this is not even just for uh, mentalists, but probably for everyone. But it's how to make online meetings more entertaining. So, you know, luckily for COVID, I used to meet people in my, my studio. You know, I had anxiety all day. I had to clean up. Um, you know, they're late. I'd spend an hour and a half with them. They didn't book, you know went a different direction. Now everything's Zoom. So I have to be like, it was very scary at first. Like you said, like tech issues, um, showing up online when they can't see like, like, you know, like you hug them. So 
Um, tell me, let's just talk about like some tips and tricks to, to make your Zoom meetings uh, interesting. Well, um, should we do a demo? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so Chris, um, would you say you're easily influenced? Yes. Okay, we'll do a little test. See, I think that that's correct. So give me a color, red or black. Red. Okay, this is going to work out really well, Carissa. So red, you have hearts or diamonds. So what which of those two suits is coming into your mind right now? Hearts. Perfect. It's working out really well. So now you have face cards or number cards. Now on face cards, we'll include the, the ace. So you have jack, queen, king, uh, an ace in the face card. They have two through ten. So which of those two groups? Face cards or number cards are coming into your mind right now. I'll do face cards. Face cards. Perfect. So then you have, and you said the heart. So it'd be ace of hearts, jack, queen, or king of hearts. Which of those cards is coming into your mind right now? Ace. Ace? Ace of hearts. Interesting. Would you, think, would you say those are free choices? Or do you think I went into your left brain and influenced each one of those choices? I'm not sure. Hmm. I have to be honest, I did influence those choices, and I have a way to prove it. This envelope's been here the whole time. Before we started, uh -huh. I put in this envelope a deck of cards. And before Ooh. I put the deck of cards in the envelope, I turned one card upside down. 51 cards face up, one card face down. And you said, what was the, what was the card that came into your mind? Ace hearts. Ace of hearts? Red. Yeah. There is one card the other way around out of this entire deck. Yes, 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 yes. Carissa, I did influence you because I turned over this card before we even started. Oh, my God. He just pulled out an ace of hearts red <laughs> from its envelope from behind oh, yes. it. You are in your influence. <laughs> that is correct. Wow, what the heck? Did you really do that? That's what I did before we started the meeting. Yeah. What? I said, I, I, this one's coming. This, I'm going to do this one for her. And so I made those help you in, went into the left brain and influenced each of those, those choices. Okay, so let's walk the audience through it a little bit and how to incorporate like into their Zoom meeting to be like, yes, I will pay for your 7K package, 10K package. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I do. It's it's entertainment for like the Zoom. It's for meetings, webinars, um, educational, like training, right? There's so many, you know, companies have their their corporate training online or their weekly, you know, roundtable or whatever it is, and you get those moments where you're like, okay, it's three in the afternoon and you're like, you know, starting to doze. Yeah. So I've done corporate happy hours in the middle of the day. Really? Yeah. So it's. It, and it doesn't matter whether it's a company or a webinar or a training, uh, uh, international companies, right? It could be IBM and they have employees like transatlantic international. They're all wherever. So they have, they basically use zoom for their meeting. Oh. So I can come in and, and it's, we're going to have a fun break. We're bringing in a mentalist Doug Roy here and we're going to, uh, he's going to do a little mini show for 20 minutes and yeah and hear people like perk up and like oh i'm awake now <laughs> right and i could do a 10 minute segment i could do a 10 minute segment at the beginning and then have a 10 minute at the end so i can break up the moments uh so it's just i can customize based on the format of the event 
And and I, I, I you know, it's not something that's easily thought of. Yeah. It's like we always have our meeting, we have our training. They, they don't know they can bring in an entertainer because it's mm. by Zoom. And and it's interactive, like we just did. Yeah, this uh, a little fun question, but okay, I am like literally like all about the sales call. How can um, wedding professionals use like body language to, you know, maybe get that heck yes, or maybe like you know nodding or like getting in their head? I I saw you like leaning in closer, and I was leaning in closer, leaning back. I was leaning back. Your your eyebrows are kind of switching. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's working, it's working the cameras. That's, that's a whole other learning process with Zoom. But I think the, the key to that is just being confident and passionate about what you do and knowing that you have a product that that client needs. You know, you have your niche, you have your uniqueness that makes you you and that there's no need to look elsewhere. Wow. I you love know, that. The, you, but it starts, that starts within it. And it, it didn't start. I didn't start that way. It's like, you know fumbling and whatever, whatever. But now I could look anyone in the eye. And, and if I'm ever doing like talking to a potential client of something like this, hundred percent, I've had no one say no. If I can do a demo, like what we just did, get their staff on the, on the call, I get hundred percent boogies. So that's my sweet spot. Get a demo, done deal. So that's my tip. You know, if you're trying to, you know, get them on, on the line and get it inked, just be confident and have a good product. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I booked some weddings. So I'm just like shooting people like on my phone, like couples, cause they look cute together, like randomly. And they're like, Oh, that's like the best picture I've ever seen of ourselves. Like, well, look you. It's so interesting. Okay. Tell me your um, woo factor, your, your Doug factor. What makes you stand out? I'm excited to share with you all about our first get a heck yes sponsor 17 hats. I've been using this CRM company for over a decade and I've been referring them to all my friends for all this time. I always know when I'm going to get paid and most importantly, I get paid. So here is a question. What is holding you back? What's keeping you from finding success as a small business person? It's not passion. The fact that you're listening to my podcast shows that you're eager to learn and get better. Know what holds you back is all the chaos of business paperwork, mailed invoices, and no systems to handle it all. That's where 17 Hats comes in. 17 Hats is a better way to manage your small business. It's an all-in-one platform that streamlines everything from lead capture to client communication to click in your done automated invoices. 17 Hats paves the way for success you deserve by giving you back hours in your day. Find what success looks like for you with 17 Hats. Get started for free at 17hats.com and use my code heck yes, and it's gonna give you guys 50% off your first annual membership. How amazing is that? Back to the show. Well, my stage name is the Mastery of the Unexpected. So my goal and what I do is I bring like on the dance floor, when I open up my shirt, you had no anticipation that that was going to happen. No, that was crazy. I'm not a card guy. I'm not a sleight of hand guy. So that's, that's, if it's in my, it, it, the only way it can be, I choose something for my routines and my repertoire is it has to bring that what just happened. And that's the, that's what stands out. I, when I do something there, it's when I, for example, I can uh, in my wallet, I can get a number and write on a piece of 
uh, you saw it several times on the downs with those people around us. I get a number. I wrote on my uh, post-it note, stick it in my wallet. I tell them, think of a number that comes in your mind. And I open up. There's one piece of paper stuck in my wallet. I take yeah. it out. And it's a number I had just written. Yeah. So that's that's my wow. And yeah. And for weddings, I love doing weddings because one, the atmosphere is fun. It's 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 just a whole the whole mood is party and celebration and magical, right? So when I come and do a, a wedding gig, it's the cherry on top, and. And then I do a couple. I just added a routine that I'm get, that I can now do for couples that is mind blowing, oh. and everyone, the whole group participates. So it's not just me doing something in front of the group. I'm engaged with the the couple, and they're doing they're providing information, and then everyone's following along. And so it's it's very unique, but it's not something that is commonly thought of. Hey, we're going to bring in a magician to my to our wedding celebration. Yeah, my sister just had her son's birthday and she brought in a magician. He was really awesome. But just thinking about weddings, it's like you want to feel like that sense of togetherness and you want to feel like you're one family. And I think when like they bring someone like you in and everyone's kind of getting into it and they see the outcome and everyone's like reaction is just like, wow, I think that actually brings like the families closer together because they experience something that no one else else has experience. Correct. And I had a high-end photographer follow me for a recent wedding and and she said, yeah, can I follow you? And, and he goes, yeah. So when I was table hopping and she was catching all these amazing reactions, so it really helped her job. And she says, and then afterwards said, can I tell you what I saw? She go, and I go, yeah, that's valuable gold nugget information. She said, when you come to the table, sometimes the people at the same table don't know each other. They haven't been introduced. So you have the bride's friends, maybe the groom's friends at the same table. So sometimes it's very common now to get um, the guests on their phone. So there's not really, there's some elements, some spots that people aren't really engaged. She says, when you came to the table, they put their phones down. Uh, they were interacting because I involved the table. It's, it's all interaction. Uh -huh. And so, and then she said, when you left, they're all still talking. Yeah. I was like, gonna say how that. did that, wait, what, what do you think you did this? And, yeah. And so uh -huh. It enhances the whole social dynamic of the event. And that's what you want. And it becomes memorable. And uh, the bride and groom want everyone to remember Ideally, right? Perfect scenario. They want the whole, everyone, the, every guest to in, remember their wedding. Wow. But the key is, how do you do that? I mean, the DJ could be absolutely great, but that doesn't necessarily carry over years in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, food could be great, but it doesn't. But when you, uh, when I do what I do, they're still talking from weddings yeah. I've done. Like, we have no idea, but it just, it's just, it's a magical moment, which is the ideal goal of Oh, I love it. Okay, let's talk marketing. We met at WNBA in Las Vegas, a uh, wedding professional conference that had like, I don't know, a bazillion people there. But what is like, maybe these days, like, what did you learn from WNBA, your favorite tip? Or what is like your biggest like marketing strategy right now? Well, I have to be honest. <laughs> I did not sit in as a guest for those classes. <laughs> There's a couple that I should have. Uh-huh. But I was my my elevator pitch, my marketing was and and it's what I do. I and I've I, I've you know when I talk to people on the phone, they don't understand. It's hard to get what I do. So like on the dance floor, so I was marketing the whole time. Whoa. Those that weren't in class, 
I was talking to and connecting and doing something that they didn't expect that they're like, what just happened? Who are wow. you? Uh -huh. And so I came back with, I think uh, about a hundred contacts, Wow. Um, cards, text messages. So now I'm still in the process of following up. So that was my marketing. And yeah, I didn't, didn't really learn any tips. because. And that's why me and you were here today. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, I might attend this next year or the next one, uh, maybe attend a couple of classes, but. Oh yeah. I, I wasn't really, I probably attended like three classes, which, you know, yeah. some people attended like 20. Um, yeah. what was like, you know, going from your, you know, freight career into becoming an entrepreneur, what was your biggest struggle and how did you like overcome it? Well, the struggle, a lot of it's mental too. I mean, getting, you know, trans, you know, going, making that, that step because there's confidence issues, there's trial and error and it can, it can weigh you out. I mean, weigh you down on just, you know, making mistakes and then just having to move on. So there's a whole psychic, uh, you know, psych, yeah, psychic, uh, psych, psychology yeah. and the mental, mental uh, fortitude, I guess would be, would be a good word to just move on. And if you make a mistake, move on and not, mm -hmm not let it hit you personally. Mm -hmm. so, so growing up, luckily, I, I, I never read novels, but I did. The only books I read was self-help, whether it be Seven Habits, Highly Effective People. Uh -huh. um, so I luckily, I had a, a good foundation of some good, positive, um, you know, success-oriented type um, books that I had read. And that's kind of like my mindset. So when I made that tradition or that transition, um, that helped me a lot. Wow. I love it. Okay. That brings me to a, a good question about mindset. So um, a lot of wedding professionals listen to this podcast and some are like, oh, well, you know, everyone on your podcast is so successful and like, you know, they are just booking weddings or, you know, booking parties and why not me? Like, what is one mindset tip you could give them today to kind of like get out the funk? just knowing that you can do it it's you you have it in your in your you know in your dna it's just a matter of you know finding the right path connecting with people that are doing it um learning getting tips and it's just absorbing yourself in communities where you can learn from the mm. best find a mentor but a lot of it's mental you got to keep focusing like i can do this and if there's a hiccup then welcome to the welcome to the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. And then, um, what are your goals for like next year? Where it's gonna be December in two days. This will probably air like end of December, maybe New Year's um, Day. But um, like, what do you want, Doug, for yourself next year? You you come so far, and like you're just this marketing um, guru. So like, what do you want for yourself? I would love to get on the boats, do some cruise shows, shows, uh, one or two weeks, not a whole lot, maybe one or two weeks a month. Um, I love, uh, it's another element, but I would love to uh, do some international stuff. I got back from a three week trip to Korea and did some work there in Korean language. So that's Whoa. kind of my hobby, hobby of the, that culture, that language. So I've, I've studied it. I've lived there for a while before. Um, so do some international stuff um keep going on the zoom be be uh be very active with shows for the conferences and workshops those types of, of scenarios and those situations and events and um 
just keep busy locally. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I lied. One more question. Um, give us a marketing technique for our audience today. Like um, anything that you could think of. I don't know about technique. Uh, and I'm not a marketing guru. Or marketing, I, tip, I, marketing tip, not technique. Yeah, tip. Stay connected on social media. I'm now starting to learn some of those things to keep more consistent because that's been kind of my downfall on the on the social media is consistency. So that's the tip I would give. Uh, make your posts, get out there and do it consistently. Yeah. And you um, said something before we started recording, but you could give a shout out to Now Site. Yes. Um, and AO. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now Site, N O W S I T E. Um, they use uh, AI and it's it, very, very impressive. He, you, the AI, whatever it's called, <laughs> there's questions on when you first sign up and get in and so they, he creates a profile for you on your interest, the books, the books you've read, the actors, the movies, um, your growing up, your background, your interest, hobbies, sports. And so when they create a post for you, which they can 100%, they choose the, the picture, it automatically loads into your download folder. Wow. And it automatically posts the content within seconds onto your, your notepad. So you don't have to copy, you simply paste into your your you tap on the the spot on your linkedin where you're going to put a post and hit paste it pops it in it has hashtags and the content is about things you're interested in so i'm interested in health and wellness as well mm -hmm. and so there's always that little spin within the content and i'm like wow wow <laughs> yeah you sold me on that one i'm gonna sign up like right after this and maybe they could come on my podcast but that's a really cool like tip because ai could do like so much for us and save us so much more time um so Doug... oh yeah I'm go ahead be an affiliate so oh yeah <laughs> i'll link it up in the show notes so doug roy the master of the unexpected leave us with one lasting words or phrase or quotes and tell us where to find you one of my favorite quotes is very simple uh, and it applies to our business. We're always meeting people we don't know. We've never met before. And so I love this quote. It says, a stranger is simply a friend we haven't met yet. Aww. And like, Chris, we're, we're besties now, man. We're like, you know, hands on the floor we're and uh, fun yeah. and little Tom Cruise uh, tie in there. And we're, 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 we're tight. It's yeah, awesome. we're, we're homies and we found each other after. So. Yeah. So I think it was meant to be. And, and that's the that's my little thought. So Doug Roy Magic Instagram, um, DougRoyMagic.com website. And uh, yeah, love to connect with any of you. And, and I, I can do demos all the time. So I can do and I do family shows as well. So I have grandma and grandpa on one camera, <laughs> one location. I have the grandkids, the adult kids for a 50th wedding anniversary for grandma and grandpa. So it, it there's some, a lot of elements that, that make it unique for doing Oh, I got to hire you when I get rich to fly you out. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, Doug. This is awesome. Great. Thanks, Krista. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.